Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of Reasonably Shady. My name is Giselle Bryant. What's up? What's up, everyone? I'm Robin Dixon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again for joining us. We love you so much for loving us. Yes, we do. We're so happy to be back once again. And just like usual, we have our Reasonably Shady moment of the week. And guys, it is a doozy for me. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, we had a dietitian, I believe that was, we were talking to her name was, what's her name? Annabelle? Oh, Anna. Yeah. So Anna. she's a, she's a trainer. Trainer. She's more so a trainer, but yes, we were talking about nutrition. With yes. Her. And she said that asparagus <laughs> is great to eat. Okay. Um, it helps you lose weight. It tastes good. Just put it in the oven, like for like 15, 20 minutes and roast it up. And you're going to be like feeling like a million bucks. And I was like, you know what? I was sick of kale. Cause I've been a kale girl for like 10 years. Okay. Kale, I'm done with you. Broccoli. I'm done with you too. Cause broccoli, you give me gas. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, Carly, our director of operations, she said, but Giselle, you know, that asparagus makes your um, pee stink. Mm -hmm. Okay. So and I, I was, can't believe you didn't know that. Well, I did know that, but to what degree, I did not know. Yes. So I went out of town with my kids last weekend. And there was a whole lot that went down with the with our room that I had. I had booked a suite. I'm in Tallahassee, by the way. I had booked a suite, but this hotel... I don't know, guess through that reservation in the trash can. So we ended up in like this little small room. Oh, it, shoot. Okay. But whatever. We're only there for that less than 25 That should be your shady moment, but okay. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe another episode. That'll okay. be my shady moment. So I went to go pee. And my kids were like, <laughs> Ma, you have funked up the whole room. Were you farting? What did you do in there? Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. My pee stinks. I mean, like, stank stinks. Like, horribly stinks. So, long story short, asparagus, you are shady. You are shady. Okay. You are shady. So, are you no longer eating it now? 
So this is the deal, guys. I actually really love it. So I'm okay. going to eat it, but not as much as before. Okay. Or just eat it when you're like, when you know you're not going to be peeing around other people, right? When does that happen? Like when I'll, you're at home, like eat it for dinner. And okay. when you go to pee, you're using your own private bathroom. That's true. That's true. Very true. So, so if I'm, if this, but this would make, any guy run away from me. Oh, yeah. Right? So oh, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. There's, if there's any dating going on, <laughs> then asparagus I cannot eat. Asparagus, you're shady. I want everybody to be clear on that. But I don't want anyone to like not eat asparagus because it's really good for you. I know. Exactly. So, you know, just if you're if you're around a guy or whatever, just give them the disclaimer. Oh, OK. My pee you know, stinks. Yes, yeah, because I'm being healthy. Because I'm being OK. OK. I didn't fart. I didn't go number two. Right. It's just my pee. Yeah. OK, got it. All it's right. Because of asparagus. <laughs> Right? Yes, that's it. Okay. That's it. Now, do you have a shady moment? I mean, I just have a frustrating moment. Okay. So, you know, we moved in a new house. The first thing my kids want is a basketball court. Not just my kids, but my, my husband wanted to. So it's like, we have to have a basketball court. And I was ready to, like, put this basketball court in. Okay. And something told me, this was literally yesterday, something, and, and we're scheduled, actually, they're out there doing the court now. Something told me, um why don't you talk to the builder to make sure like you know there's no issues with putting this basketball court in okay okay good long, idea long story short i mean it's actually like you know a little silver lining um if we if i had gone with my original plan uh-huh yeah i would have been in trouble with the county no i would have been like building the court on t on in an area for like an, a utility easement, a oh. 10 foot utility easement. So I had to reduce the size of our basketball court yeah. by 10 feet. So was it a half court? Not it was always court. a half court, but mm -hmm. it was literally going to be like a quarter court, a whole half court that would allow them, <laughs> allow them to like shoot three pointers oh. from every spot on the court, from the okay. corners, from the top, the wings, whatever. Gotcha. Now we have to reduce it by 10 feet. Okay. So they can't get their corner three-point shot so they just they just have a foul line they're shooting from the foul so line? they're shooting from like <laughs> what kind of court is she this know what she's talking about it's still in this this thing and i have to hear my son Corey. well this why why can't we do this and why 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 and just do it and blah, blah. and i'm like no because no. if so and i'm like one i mean not one Corey. if someone from the county comes back here and sees that this court is on top of this easement right. that's supposed to be here like they can literally t find me yes and Tell us to dig it up. Yeah, he's like, "Well, so what? Just pay the fine." And I'm what? like, "Boy, get a little job, boy." Exactly. <laughs> he needs to get a job. little boy. <laughs> so our dreams of having this amazing full half court basketball it's court not happening have been shattered. Well, cl clearly, Robin, you're part of the wrong family, and we're gonna talk to the right family <laughs> today as it relates to basketball. Okay, we have a guest with us. And her name is, well, I'll let you introduce her, Robin. Okay, so okay. our guest today is none other than the beautiful Sadell Curry-Lee. Um, a lot of you might know Sadell because she belongs to a very prestigious yes. basketball family. Yep. Okay, her father is Del Curry. He played 16 years in the league. Her brother is the amazing Stephen Curry. Um, her other brother, who plays for the Golden State Warriors, her younger, well, I guess middle brother is Seth Curry, who plays for the 76ers. Okay. She is also married to Damian Lee, who plays for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I mean, I thought I, was, you know, I thought I had basketball all around me. No. But so anyway, but we're talking to Sadell not only because she's, you know, amazing and beautiful. Yeah. Because um, she's a beautiful content creator. 
She also has a podcast, but her um, her focus is mental space, mental health. So I'm going to read her bio and introduce her. And the mental health, before I talk about Sadell, the mental health topic um, that we recently discussed got such a positive response. Yes. I mean, I saw emails where people said, I just made an appointment because of you all. So people are making appointments to talk to mental health professionals because of the of, of the episode that we did with Mirja. Um, and, you know, people who said, thank you. I was in a really dark place. Um, my cousin told me it was the best one yet. So, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, when your family's giving out compliments. I know, right? Because they don't do that. Those don't come <laughs> very easily. So anyway, um, but... So, though Sadel Curry Lee became known in the digital space for entrepreneurship, athleticism, and taste making in the beauty community, her mission online has always been to surface the topic of mental health to the forefront of conversation. Having struggled with her own mental health for several years, Sadel aims to destigmatize the discussion around mental health and offer firsthand advice on how we can all discuss the subject better, as well as things we can do to improve our mental health. Because Life, that's the name of her podcast, mm -hmm. centers around an open and honest discussion amongst Sadell, a mental health professional, and listener input regarding topics ranging from confronting anxieties to being a supportive ally when someone close to you is struggling with their mental health. So um, Sadell also recently shared her um, journey with IVF, her, her struggles um, getting pregnant, and she has, she is pregnant with child Woo -woo! about to burst. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna th this podcast is gonna be fast because she might burst in the oh, middle shoot. of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, without further ado, welcome to Reasonably Shady, Sadell. Welcome, thank welcome. You, we are so happy you. to have you. Thank yes. you. Y'all got me here cracking up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just want to say that, Giselle, you already got the communication down in the relationship just offhand. Because if you're going to go into the relationship talking about, I had asparagus, I'm sorry. That's great communication. <laughs> is it or is it team too much? No, no you're, I'm you're, never team too much. Yes, okay. you're okay. like setting the standard. Like, look, dude, yes. get real comfortable with me because I'm about to share everything. Because right. my piece stinks. Right? Okay. And if you're not comfortable with that, then you can go. Yes, yes, <laughs> I love it. Now, I, I have a quick first top top of the uh, episode question. So your, um, your podcast, Because Life, Mm -hmm. One, how long have you been doing it and and why the the uh, the title? I love it. Thank you. So we just started in May. Um, our first episode was May 19th, 2021. And when coming around, up with I'm sorry, that's around the same time we started. Yes. So we are podcast newbies. Yes. Thanks. Yes. First thing too. Yes. Um, and when I was trying to figure out a, a name or a title for it, because I want mental health to be just like a normal thing and I think because life just shows that sh shit happens, like stuff happens yeah. in life and right. it's, it's going to throw you curveballs. And so it should not be a thing where everyone should be uh, isolated or just surprised by it because yep. life is hard. And with that brings mental health challenges. I, I feel like everyone has mental health challenges, whether on a high level or a low level, you're going to go through something Agreed. in your life. That's going to bring you anxiety or some sort of like tension that's hard to deal with. So that's kind of where because life comes from. Like, let's make it normal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And in, in the church world, I used to be a first lady. They would mm. call that your test. And then it's yes. your testimony. testimony. Yes. yes. <laughs> so everybody has a test at some point in time in their life. And then they got that a good old testimony. Yes. 
got my testimony. Where's yours? I, I got so many testimonies, child. You only want to get me started. <laughs> so, Sadell, um, you have shared that, like, you recently had some mental health struggles. Um, mm -hmm. How was that? How was it to be able to share that? Because I think sometimes when you come from a family like yours, where everyone sees the glitz and the glamour and the success and the accomplishments, you know, sometimes you kind of feel like you don't want to share that type of information because people assume yeah. your life is perfect or, you know, gosh, what could be wrong with you? Or, right. you know, why are you struggling? So how did you get to the point where you felt like you could share your mental health struggles, especially with, you know, the spotlight on your whole family. Yeah. So to give you just a quick background on how my mental health challenges started, um, I was in a very abusive relationship from my, the end of my college, I mean, high school years to the first two years of college. Um, and so that brought his own set of like PTSD. And then I also have five concussions from playing volleyball. Um, wow. So okay. So that I, I talk about that because a lot of people think that mental health challenges just come from life experiences, which they do, but it also can come from chemical imbalances, getting hit in the head five times, like so many right. other things than just what's happening in your environment and how much money do you have and how much uh, do you have a roof? Like all of these kind of materialistic things that matter. But, you know, there are other things that play into the mental health space. And so when I decided to talk about it, it was really because there was a lack of people with a platform talking about it at that time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I was going through it like mm. I just was just really going through it as in a transitional point in my life, going from um, college into like the real world career world and I had to do it earlier than I thought because I had gotten my fifth concussion and my doctors were like, Sadell, you're going to be a vegetable if you keep playing. Like you need wow. to. Stop. Okay. So wait a minute. Is that normal in the volleyball no. world? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, and that's why I kept playing because after my third one, um, my doctors were like, what's the likelihood of you getting a fourth one? Cause usually like in football, they'll cut you off at well, they, they're supposed to cut you off at three concussions. Okay. okay. Um, so after I got my third one, they're like, what's the likelihood of you getting a fourth one? And then my fourth one came, what's the likelihood of you getting a fifth one? Okay. So and I'm, so, I'm confused. Right, so it's like the ball hitting you in the head. Yeah. So I played against, I was, I played D one college volleyball. So okay. I was playing against like some big, like strong girls. And if you don't get your hands up fast enough, the ball is just going to, the ball has no forgiveness. It's going to come right <laughs> into your face. So Four, four of the concussions were me getting hit in the head um, down the line. And then one of them, I went to dig a ball and my head hit the ground first Ciao. before the rest of my body did. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> I think that was just ref my reflexes. Were, with every hit in the head, my reflexes were just getting worse and worse and worse. Wow. So, I have like, that's yeah. crazy. I've never really heard of concussions in volleyball, but it right. makes sense. Like how yes. you explain it definitely makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so maybe I, we need to bring light to that topic. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's becoming more of a topic now. I think my my niece had a soccer game a couple of weeks ago and she had gotten hit in the head with the ball and she got put, she got put on concussion protocol. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad about that. Like she's nine. Yes. Yeah. How hard yeah. are they kicking the ball in soccer right yeah. now and not at the nine year old league? But right. they were taking it very seriously, which I'm so happy to see because um, I right. wish that I would have taken it seriously. Yeah. But 
you know, soccer is like the number one concussion. Like, you know, people think it's all football, football, football. But from what I've heard, it's actually the doctors see more concussions from soccer. Why? Because you hit your head with the ball. I guess you hit each other's head. I don't. I don't play soccer yeah. okay. for that. Reason. Yeah, they don't have like too much, too much running for me. Padding. <laughs> okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. I get um, it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, going into that season of life, that transitional phase of life, I had had a platform. People were following me because of my family, but I really wasn't doing anything with it. And so we live in we live in a digital age. I was on Instagram all the time looking for people to relate to. And I couldn't find anyone with the platform who was really mm-hmm. talking about how like life can really be. Yeah. Um, and I was nervous because obviously you get the you get the pushback, like you're in this amazing family. There should there mm-hmm. should be nothing wrong with you. And that was hard, but I think my purpose in life, I've always had a passion for like mental health and psychology even before I started dealing with my own challenges. Um, but I always, my mom always said, when you find your purpose, you need to go for it and like never lose sight of it. And I feel like my purpose in life is to share my experiences, however uncomfortable it may make other people feel. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Speaking of your mom. I look at her and I'm like, that's a bad one, right? She is. She is beautiful. Yes. And and look, let me tell you, I think didn't I share this story with you? What? How this was like, gosh, in two thousand probably three. Someone, I was at a Pittsburgh Georgetown game because my brother in law played for Pittsburgh. Okay. And this young white dude, he was like, you know, a student at Georgetown or something, was like, "Are you Steph Curry's mother?" <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> You should be like, yeah, you know, I can bad. see it. I can see so, it. I mean, but I was literally like 20 something at that time. Yeah. And so in a way I was like super flattered because your mom is so gorgeous. But then I was like, do I look old enough to be Steph Curry's mother? <laughs> no, you like, do not. What the no. hell? My mom I mean, literally is like Benjamin Button. We call her Benjamin Button. The older she gets, the younger she yes. gets. I don't even know how she does that. I just hope that I have that gene as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> listen, that, that <laughs> thing right there is a bad one. That um, is yeah. awesome. Yes. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now, I'm just going to get right on to it. So when the family goes to dinner at an Mm -hmm. expensive restaurant Mm -hmm. and your brother Steph is there, I mean, is it just assumed he's paying the bill? (laughs) No. So we've always played a game in our family where I I always take the bill at the end of the the day. No, no, no. I take the the actual. I don't pay it. You grab it. Okay. I take it. I said, give it to me okay. and we'll go around, especially once Seth got into the league and started making some money as well. They'll, whoever's so, the closest, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, no. right? Um, they would be to my, my dad, my brothers, whoever got the closest to the bill didn't have to pay, but whoever was the furthest away had to pay. So we would okay. go around, you have to go around and you make your guess on how much you have the to bill guess on how much the bill is. Okay. And, yeah, then, and oh, you like want to get the closest. Fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, okay. Cause I'm thinking if, if he's not there, then we just order one meat, but if he's there, we order like the whole damn menu. <laughs> right. We order everything no, on the menu. We, we get the tasting menu. <laughs> when, when he's there, you don't hear any lip from my dad, but when my dad, when it's just my dad and he has to pay, you're okay. going to, you can get what you want, but just know that you're going to hear a little bit of dang. Okay. Got it. Okay. okay. Oh. Noted. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. So speaking of your family, tell us what was it like or has it been like growing up Curry? So growing up, you know, with your dad as a NBA legend. I mean, he played for 16 years. Like yes. that is amazing. 16 years? Is that like a, a record? Time. Is that a record? No, no because, I think um, Vince, um, Vince Carter, Vince Carter. 20, right? Yeah. Oh, Vince Carter. No, I th- but what about, um? well, shit, LeBron right now is uh, about to bust a record. How, is, how long is he? LeBron is about almost 43. Oh, he's at 14. So, he's 14. Okay. Okay. No, That's no, let's up see. There. 2003. He went. He was in the year after Walmart. Did he and Melo go in at the same time? I think. I don't know. He's so, up there. He's past 15. He's a long time. Long there will time. be a lot of people passing my dad, but he did play for okay. that, for his time, for his, for that time in the league. That was a long time. Yeah. Yes. And, and let me tell you, so Juan had um like when he was 32 his knees just went bad I mean I think I think they're like arthritic they're bone on bone and he just couldn't play anymore so for these Mm. guys to be able to continue to play and you know that pounding every day like people don't realize that yeah it's not football but like that pounding on that court that hard floor every day like that is that's major so for anyone that is playing longer than shit Ten seven years. seven years so, one, yeah. one a, lot on, a lot on the body <laughs> yeah, yeah it's amazing so i'm i'm like okay maybe you know they said what tom brady is vegan like maybe there's something behind that tom brady is is taking doing something else okay <laughs> he's <laughs> got him on a regimen yeah. okay? yeah. special the special plant yes yes yes, he's, yes. he's popping something but back to your family yeah um you know your father played in the league for a long time your brother we all you know both of your brothers are super successful but steph is one of the best players in the league i mean my father like when steph was hurt last year he was like wanted to cry because he's like (laughs) 
he's like, I'm I ain't bored. watching. <laughs> yeah. Something <laughs> to do. Yeah. And and stuff has like changed the game totally. Um, it's been cool to but, watch. Yeah. 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 So, so what was it like being, you know, just the daughter in the family? Oh, and then you have the a daughter su- and the sister. A super uber successful sister in law. So, what yeah. is it? Oh, We're going to get to Aisha in a minute. Save, save Aisha. <laughs> yes. We'll get to her in a minute. And you, have a, and you have a husband that plays in the NBA. So, what is it yeah. like for you as, you know, do you just feel like I'm just Adele or do you feel <laughs> do you get I lost mean, in it truthfully no, do you get lost in it no my parents did a really really good job at giving us a normal lifestyle That's awesome. obviously growing up as a daughter there wasn't social media there wasn't like a lot of you know the stuff that they have now to make people even more famous quote unquote yeah. um so I never really felt different growing okay. up as as a daughter of someone in the, of a guy in the NBA but when Stefan went to um well had that big breakout at Davidson yeah I started noticing like people were starting to treat me different and that made me a little bit uncomfortable I never really liked attention um Mm, I'm a very independent person yeah I just don't I don't like it that much um and so when I went to college and people would be like oh you can come into this party because you're Steph Curry's sister I'd, I'd be a little mad like (laughs) <laughs> no, right, right. I don't want to come to your party anymore. <laughs> you yeah, so, yeah. We're like, stop telling people that. You know, like you don't even want people to yeah, know that you're Steph yeah, Curry's yeah, sister. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? More than anything, like I, it's been a really, really cool experience because I don't like the attention, but I love watching the people in my life like elevate yes. and like mm-hmm. just break break records and do things that people never thought that they would be able to do, do things that I never thought that they would be able to do or could do. And I'm shocked all the time. Um, But I, again, I feel like I live a very, I always say I'm an ordinary girl who lives an extraordinary or who experiences extraordinary things. Um, And I I just feel really blessed because again, I could go to the store or I could just do normal things and not feel like I'm anything special, quote unquote, just living right. a normal life, which would be a lot for me, like with my mental health and all that kinds of stuff. Like if I had the, fa- the same kind of fame as Stefan, I think God really did his thing and, and gave the re- correct talents <laughs> to one of us because yes. I would not be able to handle all yeah. of the spotlight, all of the attention that he gets. He just does so well with that. Even my dad and Seth do really, and Damien do really well with that. I'd probably never leave my house if I, yes, if I had yeah. all that attention. So yeah, I just, I I'm that. just like, I'm like the biggest cheerleader. I love Aww. just to witness all of this. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I was on the Instagram <clears throat> and I saw how um, Steph and Aisha responded to you being pregnant, right? And they yes. went freaking bonkers and I didn't get it. Like, I just was like, why are they screaming and yelling and going crazy? Like, okay, the sister's pregnant. Okay. (laughs) I did not know your story. So I I would love for you to share a little bit of your story. But before you share your story, because, you know, I know you're married to your husband, who's Mm -hmm. also on the same team as your brother. Now, how did that go down? Not planned. Okay, wait, that was your question. I want to know, like, did you see him? And you was like, you you said to your brother, can you hook a sister up? No, no, no. Tell us what happened. Cause, I want to noted. Go ahead. Excuse me, because I, I mean, from I would think your brother would be like, "There's no way you're dating an NBA player." Like, uh, hell no, right? I'm not having it. Find someone else. Find a banker. <laughs> find- <laughs> a doctor. Well, I didn't something. want it. Yeah, yeah. I did not want it. I always said growing up, I would never date or marry 
a basketball player, NBA player, because I don't blame you, girl. I know how yes. they are. Yes. And mm-hmm. I know that like the guys in my family are top notch and they're like, we call them unicorns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think that that was possible. But when I met my, I met my husband way before he was even in the league. Um, cause we mm-hmm. went to, I went to Elon, he went to Drexel and the, so they're in the same conference. So he was playing oh. basketball in Drexel. Um, but like, I didn't know if he was any good. I didn't know anything <laughs> like he even transferred to Louisville and like hit me in my DMS. And I was like, what, who are you? Like, what do you do? Like whatever. Right. Okay. And so we met. It started he hit dating. you up because you were Steph Curry's sister. Mm-hmm. See, he listen, was he always, chasing. T- he always mm-hmm. tells me that he wasn't like pawning for me. I'm like, dude, okay. yes, he, he okay. knew what he was doing. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, he was trying but, to be, you know, in the Curries. <laughs> he was trying to get into the Curries. Okay, I, I, we understand. I mean, he succeeded. If that's what his plan hey. was, yeah. he hey, um, hey. <laughs> now, but, how does your brother feel about it? I mean, I'm sure he's over it now. I mean, you guys are, you know, have I mean, baby all the like, way. Their best friend, like their relationship Aww. is kind of sickening, to be honest. That's I'm like, good. you're a little too close. Okay. And then, you know what? I mean, look, he better he better stay on Steph's team because Steph can keep an eye on him. Yes, yes. When they right? try, I mean, it's definitely a lot easier to wor- for me. Worry about. It's yes. a lot yes. easier for me. <laughs> but yeah, Steph's no, gonna it, be like, um, excuse me, who are you talking? Who is this woman you're talking to right yes, here? Yes, yes. You know what's kind of annoying though about him being on the team is that everyone thinks that Stefan literally called up the GM of the Warriors was like, hey, this is my brother-in-law. This, but they mean was on the team before we were even engaged. We were just dating. And oh, like yeah. the whole net, the whole nepotism thing. And then I'm just like, do y'all not know how the NBA works? Because <laughs> right. they're not going to give away just money to somebody because right. of who they're related to. Like they have to actually be able to contribute something. True. Well, I don't so, know your brother's <laughs> married to Doc Rivers' daughter. I know. This, this mm-hmm. is all very incestual. Your brother Seth. <laughs> yes, I realized that. <laughs> and that how, the, how the hell did that he ended up on the same team? I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. No, I hey, love it. it. Like, yeah. I love it. Keep it in the family. Yeah. You know, like good people when you know them. And right. so, I feel like, hey, if if we already know the Curries are great people, so if the Curries approve of, you know, these the Damien, then like he has to be an amazing person. And, yeah, and right, within right. the NBA, it's not just about your talent. It's it is almost equally about how good of a person are you how reliable are you how you 100 know, yeah, yeah i mean it, m- more and more these days like it's more important to have people of character in your organization than just people with talent so right, right. okay so now so share with us your by the way congratulations you're getting ready yes, to give birth okay so when is your due date you. can you share that or i'm due november private? 18th um, oh, i'm 35 so. weeks today yeah oh, oh my gosh okay so uh. what what because uh, i'll give you my brief because it's so weird. My kids asked me this this morning. They were like, Mom, did you have any trouble getting pregnant? And I was like, first of all, why are y'all even thinking about that? <laughs> Second of all, I was um, at that age. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I and I did. So my first child, Grace, you know, it took me like six months or so. There was nothing mm-hmm. that the doctors felt like they needed to do. Mm-hmm. If, if it had gone longer, then, of course, we would have done some different things. But, um, you know, it just took about six months. The twins was like that, you know, <laughs> boom, pregnant. Um, was that but, a mistake? 
That's what the twins asked were me. Were they whoopsies? They were like, oh my uh, gosh, were we mistakes? And I'm like, first of all, you're 15. Not a 15. mistake, but like a whoopsie. <laughs> no, it was not. It was definitely planned. So okay. they, they asked, like were that we planned? soon? Because they're not even, they are, Grace and the twins are how many? They're 18 months apart. 18 months so apart. So I wanted them to be. So wow. you wanted to torture yourself. Well, no, I thought it was wow. going to be one more, but it was uh, two more. It was two, yeah. And I wanted the one more and Grace to be, grow up together and uh, yeah. do stuff together. Got but it. it was two more. Mm -hmm. So yes, okay. then I was tortured. But anyway, <laughs> enough about me. Um, what? To give us like your story because that's every woman who's been pregnant they have a story oh yeah yes. for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. um so damien and i got married in 2018 um and like june of 2018 we were like let's kind of wait a year before we start trying to have a baby so i got i got on birth control and then we got married and then december of 2018 came around and we were like eh we spend enough time together like let's let's start trying to have a baby <laughs> let's get it um, on <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so we had been Free trying really for about style. six months. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we had been trying for about six months. Nothing happened. Went to my doctor. She was like, oh, you're young. Just like keep trying. And then if a yeah. year comes by and nothing happens, then come back and we'll do some tests. I got pregnant in, in September of 2019, um, but it ended up being a chemical pregnancy, which really, really sucked. So I don't basically, know what that is. A chemical that? pregnancy, it's like an early miscarriage. Um, oh. so I, I tested positive and then because I was trying to get pregnant, I would test every day, every day and the positive, would just get lighter and lighter and lighter until it went oh. away. So, so it's like a earlier. false, is that a false positive? I don't know. No, yeah. no, the, the baby implants, but it doesn't stick long enough. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Oh, wow. I'm gotcha. Sorry. Be viable. So, right. um, I went back, went back to my doctor six months later, we got test done, uh, Two weeks into or a week into quarantine, when the lockdown happened, uh, 2020, uh -huh. we got the call that we couldn't have kids naturally, or we had like a really, really low chance of having kids naturally. Why? Um, uh, issues with both of us, kind of. Get okay. Out. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which people were shocked so was... because, like, we're so young. I was 20. Yes. Yeah. 25 at that time, and he was only 27. So, oh, wow. um, so was the miscarriage related to the reasons why you can't, why they said you couldn't get pregnant? My miscarriage just happened because I have a progesterone level or a progesterone level issue after implantation. Mm -hmm. Um, so my progesterone levels didn't stay high enough. Okay. Okay. And so we went into like right into fertility treatments. We tried um, three months of IUIs, which is inner inner uterine insemination, mm -hmm. um, which basically is a step up from natural they'll put me on medications and create more eggs and then they'll mm -hmm. insert his uh like they call it the good swimmers mm -hmm. through a okay. catheter and we tried those for three months didn't work took a month off of october of 2020 and then we went into ivf in 2020 2021 okay and that's like pretty rigorous right like you have to get oh my shots God. and all that yes yes okay. um i did two weeks of three injections a day in my stomach. Oh, um, and honestly though, like this is, this is kind of like full circle right now because it was, um, um, uh, this time last year is when I started watching the housewives of Potomac. So you yes! guys, you guys, yes! I took we a whole month through. off. No, seriously. I took a whole month off of November to do my IVF and just would sit down every day with my husband, my mother-in-law, and we would watch real housewives of Potomac every we watched Listen, all seasons 
every oh, day. You, oh, you binge from <laughs> oh, you season binge. one? Let's watch the whole season. Like, <laughs> if we series. can help you get pregnant, Adele, <laughs> that's we did our, what we were we going to do. You did. We did our job. You did. So thank you. <laughs> and it's like this literally that's a year so ago. Cute. <laughs> so anyways, um, we did our IVF cycle. We got a good amount of embryos, um, uh-huh. which is as far as they can be developed outside of my body. Went through our first embryo transfer in February of 2021. That didn't work. Um, It just was a really devastating time. So then we went into my next embryo transfer, which I had asked my doctor, like, can I go on some progesterone? Because I felt like I I think I had another chemical pregnancy in the first embryo transfer. So that's kind of where I found out. Okay. Went on progesterone for the second one. And this one stuck. Um, and we are 35 weeks pregnant with our first baby boy. Oh, it's a boy. Oh, Lord. It's going to be coming out with dribbling basketball. I know. Jesus Christ. We're the girls. Just, we, have, girls. we have three girls already. We have three That's girls. True. That's true. Oh, That's yeah. Three girls yeah. and, and one boy. And one boy. Yes. Okay. So now I get it. Now I get why um, your brother and your sister-in-law were super excited that you are preggers. And yeah. so like... Your husband. I know he was just like through the roof. Over the he month. was so excited. I actually got to surprise him too with this pregnancy because when you go through this and there's doctors and timelines involved, like you yeah. know, every single timeline, I go, I gotta go to the doctor at this day, this time. So I had actually tested and found out earlier than expected that I was pregnant. And so he they were um, in the middle of the season last year and he was away for a road trip when I had found out that I was pregnant. So I got nice. to surprise him when he came home. Um, he had no idea that I was pregnant because we, again, we had a week to go until I went to the doctor for my blood test to see if I, it had worked. Okay. Um, and that was just like one of the best moments of my life because, you know, I, I really wanted this to be as normal of an experience as possible. Oh. Um, and it hasn't been that normal because <laughs> of all no. the doctors and all my legs wow. and stirrups and all kinds of stuff. Oh my gosh. So it was great. But I, it was like, great. how are you able to even keep that from him? Like right? waiting for him to him come back. two days. And it oh was my gosh. the hardest thing ever. He, he was like, was I, am I the last one to know? Did you tell everyone except for me? I'm like, no, no. I only oh, told, yes, you like, did. You told your mom. Four people. I told my mom right. <laughs> and my sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of sister-in-law, let's get back to this dinner that y'all play Russian roulette with the bill. Um, so, Aisha. <clears throat> yeah. First of Love all, her. does she let you cook with her? Because she's got this, you know, all this cooking situations going on. I books mean, and is her food really good? Yeah. That, that's, I, was, I, was, I was getting there. It's, it's um, there. It's I would not really lie to y'all. Uh, we, we're not done with the questions yet. Hold on, hold <laughs> okay, tight. Okay. Sorry, a sorry. is the food good. <laughs> B, when y'all have moments at the because t- you know, any family will have some tense moments at the table. Okay. Nine times out of ten, she starts it, right? She <laughs> no. she starts the drama. She, She's yeah, she a does. jokester. She's she tries to break <laughs> But does everyone understand everything? her jokes? Okay, are the jokes really no. not funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're funny, but she has a different type of humor. And you really have to understand her to really like think it's funny. Sometimes I look at her like, I that guess we'll laugh. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you laugh at her because she's, she thinks she's hilarious. And she is. Her and Stefan just feed off of each other, oh, um, which cute. is really cool. So that's funny to watch. Even okay. if you don't get the joke, you okay. know that they're in their own little world. And, <laughs> okay, good for them. Right. But no, she, uh, food's bomb. She, the if food you ask, is bomb. Food really? Is, have y'all been to any of her restaurants? She has no. a restaurant? Yeah. Really? She's got like four, where, three or four. Where have I been? 
uh, under a rock. I where, mean, they're not. Well, the there, there aren't any like over here. They're more like what isn't like she West ha- Coast and in Texas or something. She, she Vegas, has one Texas. in Miami. She has one in oh, MGM in Vegas. Okay, in Miami. Here. Wait a minute. What's the one called in Miami? Because I'm about to go back down there. They're all called International Smoke. Because she has barbecue. Barbecue. Oh, it's, it's barbecue. like it's, bar- it's barbecue from all around the world, though. But so they have everything. Oh, okay. There. Okay. The I'm mac and cheese. I'm writing that down. A tri-tip okay. mac and cheese. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. I didn't know there was one in Miami, but okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. So Miami, out. Vegas. Where? Where else? And and San Francisco. There was one in Houston, but yeah. Houston. They don't like the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it was. It, they they started yelping her. Like before I the restaurant even opened, they started negative, <laughs> negative yelping her. Let me tell you something about that. these fans out That's here. That's the worst. Oh, that it's is not ridiculous. that deep, but y'all must not have some food. So go ahead. <laughs> that <laughs> is ridiculous. Now, how is your relationship with your sister-in-law? You all, from what I can tell, you all appear to be really, really close. Yeah, no, i super blessed. I was always really hard on all my brother's girlfriends. As you should um, be. Because, you know, they ain't ho- they're right. hoes out here in these streets. Exactly. And I, I, ran, I ran a few of them off. Ran a few. Good. Actually, Very good. The ones they needed I didn't to be stick. They yes. ran them off. Yeah. And, but I it's a only... lot, and, and I, it's a lot to live up to because their mother is a bad one. And so if, like, the girlfriend or the scallywag or the hoe on the side Mm-mm. can't live up to the mama, it's a problem. They got to no. go. Yeah. No. But with Aisha, like, I was mean to her for about two weeks. Okay. Good. As and I couldn't be. be I couldn't be mean to her anymore. <laughs> I was like, I can't not like you. Um, and we became like that. I was her maid of honor in their wedding. Oh, like, oh wow! It was a huge thing. So yeah, oh, that's special. It, I that's I couldn't nice. be best with both. My sister in laws are amazing. Their sisters I always wanted. Um, and yeah, they they fit you perfectly know, in the family. That's nice. If you all like have Thanksgiving dinner, I wouldn't mind being invited one day. <laughs> Or, or if y'all are going I think out. I could just like fit in. Y'all would be like, oh, yeah. there's Cousin Ryan. Everyone right? does. I Everyone mean. does. <laughs> or if y'all are going to a restaurant, because I just want to go and order the whole menu, because I know I'm not paying. So I'm just going to order. Okay, bring me the lobster and the shrimp. I don't know. And the clams. You, might, you might have to... <laughs> You might have to guess on that on the on the bill there, Giselle. No, no, Look, no. She, she she makes money too. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not in their league. Yeah. Stuck with the bill. Anyone I'm that not in makes their money. <laughs> you know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot, actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's get on, get into your Instagram because it is the pictures, the way it's laid out, like everything about it. It's like clearly I look at it and I'm like, OK, what professional is doing this? <laughs> um, it's it's amazing. So talk to us about like why you there's like a style to it. Um, is there? I mean, yeah. I I don't try to fit any kind of style. I think that I just try to be myself and. It's a, I get sometimes imposter syndrome, like I'm not doing enough, I'm not good enough, because then mm-hmm. I go look at other people's pages, and I'm like, wow, that's so aesthetically pleasing. Every every filter is perfect with the other. Right. And da, da, da. But that's just not me. Like if I spend hours editing a photo or thinking about, you know, what I'm going to post, like it doesn't feel genuine and authentic. And right. I want everything that I do to feel genuine and authentic because that's where, how I've gotten to this point. And it's much harder to be someone else than it is just to be me and I don't have time like I just I don't have time it's exhausting so but thank you I appreciate that I know I I, I want people to look at my Instagram and and know that that's me and it's there's nothing fake about it there's nothing um you know highlight really like I like to be I like to show all the good and the bad of my life because it's normal um yeah I think you do an awesome job no it is definitely aesthetically pleasing but without being you know, it, it doesn't it does not look fake or forced. Um, so in 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 the content creator world, it, that's really it's it's people don't really realize how hard it is actually to put it's out good so content, hard. aesthetically pleasing content. Yes. So, you know, kudos to you for doing a great Thank job. You. You're welcome. You. Yes. Now, are you going to ha- I'm sorry. OK, go ahead. No, no. Do you have more? Right. I want to get into this topic. OK. Are you going to um, you know, after your son is born, by the way, do we have a name? Is it an S name? Do you no, it's a D name. name. It's a D it's name. A D okay. Name. Yes. So y'all are going to have an empire of D's. Like, it's yes, just. Yes, Okay. Very good. Okay. Are you going to show a bunch of pictures of him? Like, how do you feel about social media and your child? Because it's all, it's, yeah. it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah. I mean, I've seen both sides of that. Um, Stefan and Aisha, they show their kids a lot. Seth yeah. and Callie don't show theirs that much. Mm. Um, just the back of yeah, the head. Yeah, I didn't even really. realize he had a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen both sides. Honestly, when he's when my baby's first born, I'm going to really t- determine on if he's cute or not, because the last thing <laughs> that's what I want, that is the Robin. last thing I want is for him to be 18, 20 years old. Be like, Ma, 
why is this picture on online of me looking all <laughs> yeah. like i don't want that i'm not trying to have yes, this problem yes. but yeah. people wait, are if you people, it, like wait don't feel rushed to put out no, a picture of your child if he looks like an alien I'm okay not. you're right. gonna see his hand his little foot maybe Good. his hair yes. if he has okay. them wait until he fills crazy. out a little bit yes i mean yeah. I'm telling, my my son carter that was talking to you earlier he was i don't like to use the word ugly you have called him alienish Yes, he was so not cute, and look at him now. He's so, a cutie pie. There's, there's so nothing cute. wrong with the waiting. There's time. Yeah, yes. but like I, the the, um, the I got a DM one time from this woman who was like yelling at me because I didn't show pictures of my nieces and nephews. She was like, "All you have are pictures of your dogs." And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, that's not your responsibility. <laughs> like my dogs, but right. she and I like was like, well, ma'am, I don't now. I definitely don't feel comfortable showing pictures of my of my nieces or nephews because, like. There's people like you who are incessant yes. on the fact that I post them and what are you going to do with them and why do you right. need them so badly? And their parents post pictures of them. So yeah. why do you? And so that to me, like really was a red flag about, you know, the craziness of people. But yes, um, I don't want people to dictate, you know, what I do or don't do. So it's right. really game time decision on on little baby boy. But OK. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll He's going to be them. cute. Stop it. It's going to be adorable. I mean, Stop it. Six months from now, we'll, we'll definitely <laughs> okay. be cute. And he's going to be Gucci down to the socks. I already know. <laughs> Listen, I got them. I got them hand-me-downs from Stefan and Aisha. There we go. <laughs> Listen, there we go. There we go. Because you know, they only wear it one time and they grow out exactly. of it. It's over. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I got a whole bag of Gucci hand-me-downs. So we're good. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> All right. Well, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit more about mental health, um, specifically seasonal depression, because I'll be honest, the other day it was like 2 p.m. It was gloomy outside mm -hmm. and I was on my couch and I just felt this like heaviness over me. And I was like, oh, my God, it's starting already. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, do you have any advice or remedies or just you know any words of wisdom that you can give to people who maybe around this time of year are starting to feel different and they don't yeah. really know why right definitely it's a normal thing a lot of people who don't experience depression during the other uh seasonal months of the year experience it during this time so know that you're not alone one thing for sure especially for us black people we need to be um vitamin d is huge because we get really? vitamin d from the sun and vitamin d deficiency so get your get a vitamin d supplement make sure you're taking that because it will not only help you uh -huh. mentally but also physically um it gets your energy back up and stuff like that um, and now what so why is that like not a universal thing why is that like geared towards black people we're just known to have low vitamin D deficiency. Um, I okay. mean, I'm sure white people can get it as well during this yeah. time, but especially black people. Okay. Got uh, it. And I didn't to... know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a mm -hmm. thing. Okay. So that's good yeah. to know. Vitamin D for sure. It's, it can be very isolating too, because it's cold outside. It gets dark faster. You don't really want to go anywhere, but make an effort to, if you feel safe, obviously we're still living in COVID times. Uh, see people, go get drinks with people, go hang out. Um, yes. Mm -hmm just walk around something with someone other than yourself. Uh, yeah. Cause that's going to be really good to get you out of that mood for me. Um, it's not, I mean, it kind of might not be too late. I have a summer scent and a winter scent. So if I'm feeling like a perfume, Ooh. if I'm feeling okay, really down, that. I know. That's if okay. I'm feeling really down or really like just depressed or whatever, I'll spray my summer scent and that 
sense use your senses during this time mm, eyes ears I mouth like eat some I love watermelon that. I don't know something that you know can bring you to oh, a no, summary yes <laughs> that's my craving right now <laughs> oh. Watermelon. oh yeah I was gonna I was gonna ask you that because I was gonna tell you mine child my, yeah. my pregnancy <laughs> cravings were uh, ridiculous but I love that so either so spray something that's going to remind you of like the summertime and right. happy and sunshine and all that I yeah, love that so throw the pumpkin spice in the trash well but I love me a little pumpkin, mm, I spice, love pumpkin lotion. spice yeah I love a little pumpkin spice <laughs> But I okay, don't be afraid but, to make a pina colada either during mm, it, might, it right. might be Christmas, but a pina colada would be real good. I like that. That is okay. good. But a lot of people talk about um, in the wintertime, it's like cuffing season. It's like when you got to make sure you got a boo. So and but now that you kind of like broke it down, like make sure you're engaging, make sure you're going out, going to have drinks, whatever. That makes sense. Like I couldn't understand cuffing season, but I understand it now. Yeah, because you sense. do need somebody are you you should have somebody that you can just kind of like cuddle up with yeah um you know hang out with whatever go to the movies with whatever and my thing is you know i don't like to leave the house right yeah and i think half the battle is like putting on clothes and makeup and doing my hair yeah it's hard it's hard self-care is it's easy to talk about but it's hard to get going but you always feel better afterwards like it's like working out like it's really hard to start working out but as soon as you're done, you're like, I mean, I'm tired, but I, I'm so happy I did that. Right. So the re- just think about the reward at the end um, yes. of getting started. That's, and right. then also like my last advice with the seasonal depression is know that this is a season. Like there will be an end. The sun will come out again. The, the days will be longer. The, yes. It'll be lighter outside longer again. So it's yeah. just as time span, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and so it's not gonna be like this forever. Yeah. Oh, I love that. No, I mean, I love that. It's so funny. So the other day I was talking to Juan and and I was like, I'm starting to feel it. And he was like, you know, he was like, I'm like, do you feel the same thing? And he was like, no, I said, remember when we lived in Portland, we lived in Portland, Oregon Mm -hmm. and he, you know, it rained every day, literally from like early December until the middle of May. It literally rained like every single day. So I was like, Juan, you remember the feeling when we lived in Portland, like how when it rained every day, you just it just didn't feel great. And he was like, yeah, I was like, well, that's how I feel, you know, this time of year until probably early February. Right. Or maybe, you know, maybe March. Right. And he was like, wow, like, you know, he doesn't feel that at all. And I'm just like, damn, like, (laughs) must be nice. (laughs) Yes, that must be nice. So I'm like, I don't I mean, yeah, I got to really make an effort because it does keep me in the house like the cold, the dark, you know, just balling up on the couch not wanting to get dressed not it's it, but it, it becomes debilitating because yeah. i do feel like i do miss out on a lot of stuff yeah it's i mean like thing. for me to get robin yeah. out the house in the winter time is it's a struggle it's, and a push it's like, a, i gotta call her a like miracle. five times yes yes yes, yes. I, yes. I relate to that i relate <laughs> yeah. to that a lot and i feel bad because i think people think that i'm being like anti-social and it's just like no, I'm it's just a lot of or, energy. Yeah. Or like they're taking it personal because I'm not hanging out with them. And I'm like, well, don't take it personal. I'm not hanging out with anyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, God. But, but yes, I got to make more of an effort because it's. Yes, oof. for sure. Um, and then my mom always said, you know, if you are having a bad day, just put on lipstick. 
and it'll make you feel better. Yeah. So I, I like live by that. Okay. Yeah. You always okay. have to have your lips popping. Even I like if you that. feel bad. And so put lipstick on and just look at yourself in the mirror. The yeah. And just say, okay. I'm beautiful. Okay. Like I'm beautiful. I don't care what you say. Affirmations. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Positive yes. talking affirmations will start becoming a real thing. Yes. <laughs> I do say though, one of my advice is like when you're feeling down is just to like smile and yes. grin because when the, the smile, like the endorphins you get from the smile, like really changes your mood. Yes. So mm-hmm. sometimes you just like sit there and just like put on the big cheesiest smile and you can like feel a little bit better yeah. like feel a little endorphin rush yes so for sure well you have been amazing 100 oh, percent amazing I, and we got you know you didn't mind us getting all up into the curry lee business That's all right I'll, I'll tell all this i'll tell all this stuff nobody else wants to talk i'll talk and if we ever see y'all out i'm just coming to sit down at the table i'm i'm they will never know i'm not family they won't they won't no. y'all me fit Rob- right in yes, y'all fit yes. Right in. me and robert are coming to the family reunion okay because I, I believe it's gonna be off the chain always is it's always a good time people never want to leave us that's awesome that's so awesome well well, you have been awesome to drink yeah thank you do you have anything you want to like um promote well what's your instagram page you have any websites or anything else going on yeah my instagram is just my name sidel curry lee um and then my podcast because life with sidel uh on instagram and anywhere you listen to your podcast so yeah, yes. Awesome. Yes. You're you're and I'm a recommend your Instagram. It is beautiful. Like I just throw pictures up because it's just <laughs> it's a mess, but it's fine. <laughs> but yours yeah. is absolutely beautiful. And thank you so thank much. You. Um, always remember, never forget, live your life either reasonable or shady. You know what? We weren't even shady with you. We has we said I was waiting for some shady. I was waiting for some shady. I mean, we tried to throw your sister-in-law under the bus, but you wouldn't let us. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm All right. trying to think. There's nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. So this was a very reasonable episode, people, which we probably need some of those yes, every now and balance. again. We got a balance. It's called about balance. It's called balance. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. All right, girl. Thank you. Bye. Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work, in traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.